0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's
1: head to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline and bring in Michael Felder. Talk a little college football. Michael, what's up, man? How are you?
0: Man, if you want to talk about an underwhelming signing day. Goodness gracious.
1: Nothing uh, crazy happening today?
0: Nothing crazy, but it's even more like... it. I if like the coverage is even pretty limited i don't know if you guys noticed that as well but yeah it's um this is we're in a different new world like when i started this industry in like oh and going into 2016 we're doing 2015 2016 we're doing commitment videos mm-hmm. it was like a huge super bowl but it was in february we move it to november we got coaches carousel we got transfer portal now you add that in and it just, and obviously with the playoff, like it's just a whole different world. It feels really weird.
1: Yeah, I think one thing, Michael, it, it, Twitter, Instagram, some of these yeah. uh, social media websites, it's it's taken a little bit uh, away from the the element of surprise and, and the way the you yeah. know the kids. It just it, we already know, and so today's almost like a formality.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, this is where you, assign, you sign your official papers. But, I mean, the reality of it is, is we're, teams are worried about their bowl games. Yeah. Teams are worried about, you know, making coaching hires and who's going to move here, who's going to move there. So it's just been very interesting to see how this all uh, kind of take shape.
1: Well, I saw a tweet this morning and it made me think. They pointed out next year there'll be games today, the final four games yeah. or the playoff games. Yep. So, what yep. are you going to do about signing day? <laughs> I mean, It's got to move, right? You can't have so many of the the best teams in the country preparing to play a game on early signing period day.
0: Yeah, it's going to, like, and you know, like, I I bet this is just like a, like, this has got to be just a screw in Nick Saban's, like, back. Like, the idea that, like, he can't focus in, hyper focus. Same with Kirby Smart, too, and same with these other guys that are. And I know Kirby's not in the playoff, but the point is, is like all these guys, they're going to be, they're trying to dial in on a game, and then we'll build recruiting later. And now they're trying to do both, and it's just very, it feels like a really weird period. And then you also have to throw in trying to acquire guys out of the portal.
1: The portal too. That's at least here in Arkansas. I feel like to me, the portal kind of overshadows a little bit signing day because. Uh, the portal guys are older; they're more mature. They're they're a lot of them are ready to start right now. It's kind of replaced the junior colleges from our day, and, yeah. and so when you get a guy from the portal, I, I think I, at least I know I do. I get more excited about that guy than some high school kid that you may not see on the field for two years. You know, if he, unless he's just some you know star, he's probably not going to play much as a freshman. Yeah, I mean, I've i
0: I have doing radio this week. There's two things with that. One I have not gotten any calls or emails about doing like a signing day show from anybody <laughs> and maybe it's because I'm bad at my job I don't think that's the case <laughs> I think it's that nobody's doing them and then two I've talked more about Kyle McCord to Syracuse than I've talked about any kid that is signing today and that's the best that yeah. speaks to your point about the portal like this is it's they've they, Coaches thought they were gonna make their life easier by adding in the early signing period, and I think what they've done is really kind of minimize the day, but also make things a little bit harder. Because if you're in a bowl game, if you're if you're if you're old to me, yesterday they played an overtime game. You think they're pounding those phones to make sure they get those numbers today? Like that's hard to do. Mm.
1: Well, just here on a local basis, uh, I know Butch Jones in Arkansas State. They're playing in their first bowl game in four years. They're in Montgomery, Alabama today. He's doing a like a Zoom press conference on his signing day, guys. And yet, while they've been doing these <laughs> traveling yesterday to Montgomery as a team, he's trying to make all these calls to make sure there's no last minute flips. Yeah, it's it's
0: insane. It's it's crazy. Like what's happening right now. Like. <laughs> And they're trying to, like, corral it as a sport. But, like, there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, look, we're, we're, we're looking at – I mean, today there's no actual bowl games today, granted. But, man, they – like, as you mentioned, travel days and getting to site and doing all that stuff, that used to be – like, when I only went to one bowl game, if I, I'll be quite honest. We were not very good. And we went to one bowl game, but – that was the focus, and we got some early enrollees that came in, and they practiced with us. But it, the focus was mostly just on the bowl game, uh, which we did lose um, because we were lunatics, and we went out every single night. Um, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. The point is the focus was on the bowl game, and then um, then they turned around. And, and, and guess what? Is, here's the other part that we don't talk about. That last weekend of January used to be the biggest weekend of the year. Yeah where every recruit had to decide what was their last visit going to be? Where am I going to go? And as someone who's hosted recruits before, trying to host a guy in season is a nightmare. You've got workouts, you've got class, you've got all this stuff, and you still also have to play a game that weekend. So you're not spending time with them. They don't get to see your real life. They don't get to spend time with you. Um, So what you end up with is, Guys that are coming for official, I always, I've always thought this. I think official visits in season is a nightmare because the team does not care about you at all. Like they don't meet they, they, they maybe pregame, maybe they go out postgame with you, but they don't care about you at all. They're trying to play a game, and that's something I don't think a lot of folks realize when this, uh, when we move the signing day up, and it's something I don't think a lot of fans even think about. But in season. Official visits are really hard. That's why basketball visits football. That's why basketball players visit football. games Because it lets the basketball players be around them the whole time. That's why football players visit basketball games. Because it lets them be around you the whole time. So baseball players visit football and basketball games. let lets you be around them the whole time. And now you don't have that because you have a lot of in-season visits of guys trying to like glean what the culture is really like.
2: Michael Felder on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline with us. Uh, I wanted to go back to the transfer portal and specifically Kyle McCord to Syracuse. I watched Kyle McCord this year and I wasn't terribly impressed, but mm-hmm. could have done better than Syracuse, right?
0: I I don't know. That's the, like, that, see, and I've talked about this, I talked about this yesterday with uh, my man Roddy Jones and uh, Eric McLean on ACC on Syracuse. The reality of it is, is I don't know if he, could he do better than Syracuse? I don't know. I don't think so. I think this is about where he goes, and great for Fran to get him in there and get him in the building. And obviously, you can build him as you know former Ohio State quarterback, and you know they went. What do they go? They went eleven and one or whatnot. And it's just to me, I look at it, and I think this is about his level. If we're being quite honest, I think this is about his level because he's. I mean, what are we talk, like? Let's okay. Hang on. Let me, let me ask you this. Let's be realistic. <laughs> if we're looking at the players in the portal, who would you rather have? Kyle McCord or, and let's go down the list, Dante Moore, Cameron Ward, Malik Murphy, uh, Will Howard, Riley Leonard, Brock Vandegrift, Dylan Gabriel?
2: Yeah, probably none of those guys.
0: (laughs) I'd have have every one of those guys before I said Kyle McCord. Hmm.
2: What about KJ Jefferson versus Kyle McCord?
0: KJ Jefferson versus Kyle McCord. I I still like KJ. I'm 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 listen. I I will say this. I say this out of basially. I'm a KJ truther. I I love him. I think he is <laughs> amazing. I think he does need some more weapons, and I saw that Rockets is on the move, which that sucks. But yeah, I I still I I would rather have I if if I was Syracuse and you 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 showed me KJ and you showed me Kyle McCord, I would take KJ every time.
2: Have you watched any of uh, Taylon Green, the Boise State transfer now at Arkansas?
0: Yes. Oh, I love him. He's so good. And don't, listen, I don't. I don't want to sound like an idiot, but like the Taylan, Jalen, Jaden situation in college football has become a problem. Um, <laughs> it has become a problem. But no, I love Taylor Green. I think he's really good. I think he's super. Like the, what he what he's able to do. He's super talented, and he's got the ability to move. He also has. Great Armstrong. The the issue for him and the thing that I've always seen is durability. Like it, it, it's it's cliche, and I'll, I'll say the cliche. But the best availability the the best ability you can have in football is availability. And he just there's times there's games he can't go, and that's the part with that I'm I'm curious to see. If, you know whether it's better S and c or it's uh, sure the conditioning or better. I don't know what it or better different offensive system. But I I, I want him to be successful because I think he's a good player. I remember he came on the scene. He took that job away from Hank Bachmann. And Hank Bachmeyer was the State's highest ever rated recruit, and he beat Florida State in Week One as a freshman.
2: Curse you, Jalen Rose's mom for allegedly coming up with the name Jalen.
1: Well, Taylen, uh Braylon, and a uh, Jaden—all <laughs> yeah. in this signing class for Arkansas.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like it gets—it gets hard, and you're like, and I'm trying to cover the whole nation, and you're like. Is it Brayden or Braylon? Or Braylon or Jaden or Jaden or Kalen or Jalen or Kalen?
2: And then there's a thousand different actually? spellings of Jalen as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Luckily no, in Radio, we don't have to worry about that. Yes. There's well it that's and now I'm writing more. So now I'm like, okay, um, now I gotta double
1: check this. How to spell it
2: at what time do you what time of the year do you usually transition into more uh, NFL draft content or i mean you probably do it year round you have to keep an eye on guys but yeah.
0: doing it year round but um honestly i've got to do i got to do i probably going back to new york in a couple of weeks to do this playoff show or the national championship show and then after that it's all NFL draft but the problem the other thing though is you still have to do portal cuz that's when spring ball is getting kicked off and that's when schools are starting to reenroll and you got to be enrolled in school to play spring ball, so you got to check portal all the time. And then NFL draft stuff. But for right now, NFL draft has been largely about the quarterbacks, which this is going to be a wild year for quarterbacks because we're looking at uh, Caleb Williams is still a lot of folks. Odds on favorite could be the number one overall pick. We have Drake May, who's here kind of in my backyard uh, at UNC where I went. You got Drake May, then Michael Penix has kind of shot up boards. Jaden Daniels has shot up boards. So this is going to be a really interesting year uh, to see what happens. And then the other part is, I'm like, is that guy still playing or not? Because Dylan Gabriel feels like he's been in college football for forever, but he mm-hmm. still has another year to play. Well, and when you balance the free transfer with the with the 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 COVID year and all this, it's like it's wild sorting it out and I'm like, oh, this guy, oh, he can go back to school? Okay, I got it. Nice. So this is going to be a, it's going to, it's all, this year is another year of just like figuring out who's going to go, who's going to declare. I think the only things that we know for sure are that Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be probably a top five pick, that Caleb and Drake May, actually, no. I think Caleb and then we have to figure out where we fit with Drake May, Michael Penix Jr. and Jaden Daniels because Jaden and Penix, to me, they had much better years, but they also, mm-hmm. it seems like, on much better teams. Better teams, yep. So, so how do you sort that out? And maybe we see Drake May as more of a Justin Herbert-type player. Uh, so this is going to be a really interesting quarterback draft to start. I don't think the wide receiver part of this draft is nearly as, as deep as we've seen it in years past. There's no, like, premier pass rusher. I guess you could put Dallas Turner there or top uh, from Penn State in there. Burse. But they don't feel good.
2: Verse Jared Verse maybe oh is Jared yes, yes yeah Jared
0: Verse from Florida State too so like they don't feel like Chase Young when he came out they don't certainly no. don't feel like the Boses when they came out so it's a weird kind of feeling and then then you have, you know you got to dig into the weeds to get to the to the to the offensive lineman and then I, I like what do we we not I don't think Kool Aid is the best corner in the draft I think he's just the corner that people have seen the most
2: and he has a cool name
0: yeah
2: um I've actually heard a lot of people have the take of Drake May over Caleb Williams recently I guess you're not in that camp.
0: No, it's not that no, 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 no. I can I can be in that camp. I don't I think Caleb Williams is a project. And I've actually started like I'm glad you brought that up. No, I I think that Caleb Williams is going to be the first overall pick. I don't think he's the best quarterback. And I think that becomes a bigger question, and that's what I've been asking is is Lincoln Riley not that good at this? Because you look at his quarterbacks in the NFL, and I will say this right now. Jalen Hurts is an Alabama quarterback that ended up playing at Oklahoma, mm-hmm. but there are no other quarterbacks that Lincoln Riley has ever coached that squat seven hundred pounds. That's Bama Bill. That's not. That's not an Oklahoma thing. And so when I look at when I look at Lincoln Riley, I look at um. You look at uh, okay, we, we we start with Kyler Murray. That team, his team hates him. They don't. They they're ready to give rid of him. Baker Mayfield, he's essentially a journeyman at this point. And uh, you can throw Hurts in there, but Hurts, again, I think he's a Bama guy that ended up at Oklahoma to try to, you know, up his stock, which is fine. So I don't give Lincoln Miley a ton of credit for that. I don't think Caleb Williams got better over the course of his career there at at, uh, at USC. I think they still just asked him to kind of freelance and bebop around and do his own thing. And when he had Jordan Addison, it worked out well. When he didn't have Jordan Addison, he had some problems, which is why he lost a bunch more games this year, and they also didn't bring a defense with him. So I don't know that Lincoln Miley is that good of a coach. It's basically my summation.
2: Well, he's probably um, a good offensive coach. He just never has the defense to really help out that side. But
0: Yeah, but you got to – listen, if you're going to coach football, you got to coach football. Yeah, you, football. Yeah, you, you need – yeah. a defensive guy, but guess what? That offense shows up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You an offensive coordinator or are you a head coach? Good Big point. Up. Michael, That's thanks. What,
0: what I think, we're, we're seeing that evolution from Sark right now, too, just to get it in before yeah. we go. I know we got it. Go.
1: Uh, and I think you just gave me our question of the day. Is Jalen Hurts an Alabama quarterback or an Oklahoma quarterback in your mind? I there think of go. Alabama. I that. do, too. I, I, I'd for, really, I'd forgotten. I, they used it at Oklahoma. I kept thinking, you I wonder know, what he another says. Alabama quarterback. I wonder what he says. <laughs> I have to watch the next time he's on Monday Night Football and see how he's, he introduces himself. He's usually
2: too busy giving, like, the most generic answers of all time. Hmm. But
1: Michael, have That's a great Alabama. Christmas. Yeah, that is you Alabama. Too. Merry True. Christmas, guys. See you.